Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to yet another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Pretty not bad anyways. Pretty not too bad anyways. That's how I'm doing. Um, Very nice fade out on the soundboard there. You did a great job. Thanks. (laughs) So we're hitting the gym now. We're gym rats. I wouldn't call it's us official. gym rats. We're more gym like rats now. Three I'm a days g- a week, baby. I'm a gym fat mouse. <laughs> Three days a gym rat. You're a rat that's been eating garbage li- for two weeks. Lives now. lives in the gym. I I frequent the gym. I go more days than not. What's your diet like? Because you don't seem to no be breakfast, losing much weight. No breakfast. Are you intermittent fasting? No, I just never eat breakfast. It's been. It's not a bad idea, apparently. I, I just I'm not hungry in the morning. Well, I usually eat late at night. Uh, let me get there. So I no breakfast, and then I'll try to bring a lunch, which is usually leftovers from the night before, which is almost always pasta or meat and potatoes. So that's I eat like meat and potatoes right after work, and or pasta or like out, chicken you can and eat rice. More carbs, but and then yeah, that's pretty much it. I love chicken's not like the best protein. Is isn't it better than red meats? No, it's well, not. That's, that's what that's I do. That's what they used to say. Yeah, well, I haven't checked up on this since the fucking early 2000s, since 9-11. What kind of muscle do you want, right? That's what you're supposed to not eat. Not a gut muscle. You that's want, it. You want, you, want, you want a pale... I literally just want to look like a regular guy. Off gray muscle, you eat chicken. If you want fucking red, masculine... Off no, no. gray. Yeah, that's what, that's what chicken muscles look like. They're off gray. Okay. You are you eat. You want fucking jacked red muscles? You get eat beef. All right. Well, I do eat a lot of steak whenever my dad's in town, and I was just with my dad for a month, so <laughs> we too. ate steak every day. Every time I go to my dad's house, I get steak. Yeah. And then I go to the grocery store, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so expensive. You know what my dad said to me one time? He's like, <laughs> you're not my you're not my real son. <laughs> no, he loves. Thank God me. you're not gay. We were. I was worried about his health because he eats like crap and he's kind of overweight and kind he, of and he just he's got a history of family heart problems and stuff. Anyways, he's so a big fat he guy. finally got it. Yeah, so he finally got like a full physical and stuff. He says, Caleb, the doctor says that eating steaks is going to take I don't know five to seven years off my life. So from now on, we only eat the best steaks. <laughs> <laughs> he literally didn't. He's like, now we only eat high quality steaks. No, no change. It's straight up. That's antiquated. Yeah. Well, it's a debate. It's not proven one way or the other ultimately yet. But yeah, they're starting to think like the the fats and stuff that come from red meats are actually much better for you. It's very annoying that science just keeps evolving. Like that they just well, keep. Well, here's, here's what happens. Nobody fucking knows. You go to school as a doctor. Yeah. You do all that work. You study your ass off. And then that's what you know for 20 years. Because once you get the thing, you're not going home and studying every night. No. That's just what you know now. So, like, unless you're, a, like, a researcher, you're not learning anything. Maybe in, like, Johns Hopkins or one of those fancy-ass hospitals. I feel like doctors are required to keep up with modern they literature. Get, not really. Not really? Not really. They get they get things. Yeah. Sure. Skim them. And I'm sure most doctors... What it takes... This is... I obviously don't know anything, but what the amount of school and bullshit you have to go through to become a doctor. It's fucking insane. It's a self, cult, man. Well, it's I got to I got to say it self-selects people that are interested in keep like that do that shit. No. I'm sure not they don't all just It pick selects their people feet. that like school. Okay, fine. You're saying 
that once people become doctors, they just kick their feet up and stop. They're like, ah, I don't need to read anymore. 95%. Fuck no, man. Fuck yeah. I think it's the type yeah, of person dude. that's always doing that shit. No. I've had many doctors that did that. I have a good doctor here that is not like that. Yeah. But I've had every other doctor in my life. The first one? The first call? They all just treat it as like purgatory. Like, once I'm done this, I'm not fucking doing anything. I'm just coasting into my family practice and telling people to get off WebMD. It's not really that. It's that I've had a lot of doctors that didn't really, let's say, make the... They were like <laughs> older but still in a walk-in clinic type situation, which is not ideal. They're like, just run you in and out. They're like the fucking road comics of doctors. Exactly. They've been doing the same bit. They got through. They're fucking, they do the same bit for 20 years. Look, if you're a doctor that owns your own practice and you're doing really well, you have time to look at new shit. How come doctors are always practicing? <laughs> Go on. They need more patients. <laughs> <laughs> look, if you're, if you're doing that, if you're a doctor like that has a bunch of money and extra time, Fuck yeah, you're probably going to look up shit once in a while. Here's Especially one. if it pertains to anyone you know. But if you're a walk-in clinic dude that gets paid yeah, on Kyle, how many I'm, people I'm you cycle to, through I'm the gonna system. I'm going to have to interrupt you right you're there. You're not doing fucking anything. Yeah, I don't care about that anymore. You know what? One's been bothering me a lot. Um, <laughs> Your prostate? No. Well, that. But this is related. People have been... Uh, so I've not been drinking now for two weeks. and I'm drinking right now at this moment. I know. It looks awesome. It's pretty rude of the me. Fucking, but I don't the worst, care most about annoying question. No, the most annoying one is like the constant, like, when are you going to start again? How long are you quitting for? Blah, blah, blah. This is good for you. And the fucking recovering alcoholic is getting on my nerves. People have been saying that. It's okay. He's not drinking. He's a recovering alcoholic. Who but says that? This fucking church cheese. Family members, you know? Are you kidding? That, I, did they said it just. They're calling you a recovering alcoholic? Isn't that the worst? Yeah. I would, I would, You're not in some kind of program. I do, and Don't you just want to be like, fuck you, this is self-control. I said that. This is proof I'm not an alcoholic, I said you that. cunt. But also just the, the like, we're talking about doctors and practice, and just the recovering. Like, you never get better, even if you've been sober Ever. for 50. You're never cured. You're a recovering alcoholic. He's still working on it, day to day. Yeah, I've been sober for 30 years, still recovering. <laughs> that pisses me off. I think that's off. some comic's joke. That pisses me off like crazy. It should be. Well, I was going to do it, but now I can't, I guess. <laughs> I think like Jim Norton or something. Well, then at least I thought of a joke that Jim Norton would think of, and I really horseshoed it into this podcast. You fucking do it then. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. Just fucking do the joke. I did it on the weekend. It went good. It um, went well. Went okay. Went pretty not too bad. Should we get into things, Kyle? Let's get into it. Oh, I guess we should talk about my prostate because so I've been sober for 13 days. This was three days ago. Mm-hmm. I get woken up to a frantic screaming woman next to me. What's going on? Did you pee the bed? <laughs> yeah. I peed the fucking bed. How is that possible? I don't know. That It's been like a hilarious meme <laughs> that I piss myself when I'm drunk now for like, I don't know, 10 years. I'm completely sober. You know how much more embarrassing it is to yeah. piss yourself sober? Completely. At, my friend said, well, I guess you can get back drinking again. That's clearly not the problem. <laughs> you need to go to a fucking therapist. I don't know what the fuck. Where were you? Next to my girlfriend. Ooh, problem number one. Let's 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 get into the, that. The only thing I can think is I drank like eight coffees at comedy, and I was like drinking bubblies all day. You shouldn't piss yourself. I know, I know. That. You should wake up and pee. I just peed my. You I shouldn't just... even have to wake up. You're thirty something years old. What do you mean you shouldn't have to? You wake should be up? able to sleep with a full bladder until until the morning <laughs> when you pee. Yeah, that only happens when you're like sixty. Yeah, well, or fifty, or thirty-two, or thirty-two. But even they wake up. 
It Dude, it was 16. the worst because Camilla. I don't think my grandpa's Camilla's, ever pissed his bed. Camilla's He's screaming. Fucking 80 years What's old. going on? Did you pee the bed? And I was like, no. Yeah. Like, did you know you did? Did you have a dream? No, I just woke up and I was soaking wet and cold. Do you have piss bed dreams? When no, you piss I. Yourself? Not that I. I might have. Not that I remember. I remember most of my dreams. Like when I wake up in the morning, I'm like that's fucking crazy shit. I just woke up to com- confusion, screaming, yelling, and wetness. We got a new bed though. That's something. You threw out the bed because you pissed it. Well, we were getting a new bed, and it just so happened that it was the day after, so or two days later, so that worked out good for me. Two days later, and, what? Thanks. Allie gave us her bed. She moved to uh, Germany. Oh, two days later, you were getting a new bed. Yeah. That's really lucky. So Maybe I just, you just wanted to like, give so it a good send-off. Yeah, so I just laid in my own piss and just pissed the bed every night. For just, <laughs> just like, why get up? I guess Camilla had to no, I'm kidding. lay in your piss one more night. Uh, do you, throw it, a couple towels down. I guess we're, since we're talking about this, <laughs> at my old house, it was a giant house. And uh, the bathroom was all the way across the basement, which is, I don't know. 30 second walk which is way too far obviously so i would just get up and pee through my little window that like went outside you know like those that's insane <laughs> yeah in a basement window yeah basement window how the fuck do you get up to it do so, you have a dresser? No, no, no 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 it's like it's one of those like built into the mountain houses so it's downstairs well, you had a walkout basement. the back walks out yeah okay, so you had a full window so I had a little window there but there was a screen on it <laughs> i peed through the screen you peed through the screen <laughs> You're fucking animal. And sometimes it was dark. And I'd be like, Shh, and then you'd what about hit, in winter? You'd hit the window. I'd pee through the window still. So it would just freeze up <laughs> on the screen. No, I'd close it again. And then it would, I guess, melt and drain and gross. Hey, gross. Uh, I didn't tell anybody that. I just told the whole podcast. <laughs> that is so disgusting. Yeah, my brothers found out and shamed me and I stopped doing it. You don't even go to the bathroom? Fuck, bro. That is insane. Oh. It's too tired. That's some depressing shit. <laughs> Too tired to walk 30 seconds. 10 seconds. Does it take 30 seconds to walk through no, a house? Yes, it would. It would It would have. It was like, I wish, you, I wish you'd been there. Do you know who lives there now? So. No. Oh, never mind. I can't say this on the podcast. Say it. Okay. A person we know that's an electrician had to do a job at this house at, since we moved there. Oh, it I think I know the, this story. It's the party house, right? Yep. And he gets back to he's like, man, I, the guy that bought your house like made it awesome, and it's like all redone, and there's all this shit. And he's like, but there's this. So we had this like but storage room. But there's this room. one room. Yeah, and he said it's a freaking like Nazi shrine. It's got like original like Hugo Boss Wehrmacht uniforms. It's got something owned by Hitler, like one of three things apparently. And it's kind of like a secretive room to get into. Yeah. So you're not proud of it. No. This is you're ashamed. Well, not me. No, no I know the, this guy. The guy. So it's not like I like collecting war, World War II memorabilia. It's like a secret. It's like I like Hitler, and most of my family doesn't know. <laughs> That's crazy. So I put it in the secret room. That's fucked up. Oh, yeah. That's wrong. I'm gonna go out and say liking Hitler. <laughs> wrong. Wow, Kyle, you've, you've very, you very you, look at this don't guy. He's progressed. So it's do about you, to break. Do you remember what we? <laughs> you're so far out there. <laughs> yeah. Your fat ass. Um, do you remember what we read about dude, last I'm, week, Kyle? I'm not fat, I'm thick. No, Kyle is actually very lean. I'm thick, dude. You're not thick either. You're you're skinny. I'm pretty thick. You're lean. You're like you got like muscles, but you're I wouldn't you're definitely not thick. You are lean. <sighs> Hashtag fake. Wiry even. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you fat bitch. <laughs> I, know. Well, I I can accept that. Fat 
piss bed bitch. Dude, I'm gonna get up to like 195 again. Just be fucking jacked. What do you weigh right now? I want to get down to 195. I'm like, two, I was 207 at the gym today on the gym scale. Yeah, that's fatter than you should be. Stop eating like shit. Leave me alone. Let's do like the literally. podcast. Stop eating pasta. Let's. I like it. You fucking yeah, but you're gonna stay fat. Then well, what's whatever. All the, what's all the writing for then? I don't. Just I don't want to change cardio any, your, yes. cardio your fat fucking heart yes. so it doesn't yes. kill you Fuck in your you. sleep. I mean, I'm not changing Dude, you're that. Already, you're already having organ that. failure in your sleep. Your heart's next. I don't I, fucking piss in yourself. Why, I wish it would go first. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what we let about? Once it goes, do, the other one goes do too. Do you remember Pissing what we read last week, Kyle? Heart attack, Kyle. Fat fuck. What? What did we read last week? Uh, a bunch of. Uh, Gideon. I I, like tests for something. What, what were they for so again? So the Lord chose Gideon and, oh, to defeat to know, the Midianites. Yeah, and he wanted to know if God was actually God. So he's like, yeah. make this blanket wet, but the ground dry. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> the miracle. And then he was like, it was a sham wait, 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 wait. commercial for God. That's too easy. He's like, that's too easy. That could have been fooled before. Make the blanket dry and the ground wet. Yeah. There we go. Impossible. And then it happened again. He's like, this, I know it's God this it's God time. for sure. He's like, <laughs> I do remember, I like when the guy in the background ringing out blankets, like, what a fucking idiot. The angel shows up to Gideon, like a real fucking angel. He's like, hello, it's this Gideon. He's like, yeah, I'm the lo- lowest of my l- least tribe of Mastinay. He's like, God's going to do great things. He's like, what? God, it's shit right now. You suck and God sucks. Yeah. Make this blanket wet. And that's what they did. So that's where oh, we yeah. are. I sure as hell know my wife's not making it wet. So, <laughs> so Gideon said to God, do not be angry with me. Let me make one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece. This time, make the fleece dry and the ground covered with dew. God, and so that stupid. night, God did so. Only the fleece was dry and all the ground was covered with dew. So Gideon knows it's really God. And now he's on his mission to defeat the Midianites. Judges chapter 7. Early in the morning, Jerob Baal. <laughs> Do you think God's like finally an easy one? Like of all the prayers and like miracles he gets asked to do, cure cancer, leprosy. He's like, make a blanket wet all day, baby. I could do that. Yeah, yeah that's do that. <laughs> the other ones. I'm ignoring Kyle, those. Those could, are tricky. I could literally do that in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do. You can't make it dry though. No. <laughs> no, that's oh. I. I haven't progressed to the making a dry miracle. You can never break up with Camilla now. Why? Because if any other girl. You're going to have to give her the talk. Like, look, I might piss myself. That's not a talk I would give them. That's something they would find <laughs> out. just let happen. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to lead with that. So, What if you're doing it once What every, are your biggest red flags? That, that, that would be a, a nice for that kind of spacing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I hadn't peed the bed. I hadn't peed myself in like six months before that. When was the last time? Like my birthday, February. So yeah, like six months. And I was fucking wasted on my birthday. God, I... But there was a there was a time where it was like once a month, like. But I would drink like I don't know four days a week, so four times. Is there like a therapy or medical reason for that shit? I don't know. And I mean, it's, this is gross. But I pissed myself twice, only after knowing you. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's fucking contagious. It might be. We should stop butt fucking, dude. <laughs> um, stop wearing it a prostate. The point where I can't hold back piss. So that early in the morning, Jared, so Jared Bale, that is Gideon. Remember they called him Jared Bale because he broke <sighs> down the altar? No. So that day, they, they broke. So he broke down the altar and burned the sheriff pool. And then they're, they're like, we'll call him Jared Bale because he wrecked Bale's altar. So early well, what in the, does that mean, Jared uh, Bale? 
saying because Something he broke down Bale's altar. And what do you think it means? Because that's Bale. It, in it the means name. let Bale contend. Okay, that's less impressive than I was hoping. Um, the camp of Midian. So in, early in the morning, and all his men camped at the spring at Hera. I went to this spring. Um, I'll post a picture of it in uh, on the Instagram or in the Bible Beater page. It's kind of a cool spring. It looks kind of just like the movies. It's so more, most of Israel is I'm just fall. is rocks and desert. It's literally just like a fucking desert with nothing in it. And this place is on the side of a mountain with all different types of trees. There's like pine trees, um, cedars. I don't know, bushes and shrubs. There's more trees there than you would think, obviously, because there's water. On a rock mountain? There's water there. And then on, on the shade, on the one side, away from the sun, you go in, and then there's like a, a cave, kind of, that's just water just bubbling out of the ground. And it's perfectly clear and delicious. Everyone drinks from there. And you can just drink it out of the ground. And they, that's where they drink, got drinking water for thousands of years. So... That's pretty cool, actually. They it can't, just can still bubbling out of the ground. It's just constantly, forever bubbling out of the ground. I don't know about forever. It's it's probably dried up a few times, but I don't know where it's supplied from. Obviously, groundwater. There, yeah, I know, but obviously the groundwater comes from surface water at some time or some underground river. Anyways, the I'm too dumb to know that. <laughs> where that <laughs> is is way below sea level, so that's kind of why water bubbles up out of the spring. Um, the Dead Sea, where we went, is the lowest place on Earth, and it's negative, or it's four hundred. That's the lowest place on Earth. The lowest place on land, obviously. The Mariana's Trench. Would be, that's not what I meant. I meant land. Yeah, that's the lowest place on land, and it's four hundred and seventy meters below sea sea level. And we were nearby there when we went to Gideon Spring. Is it super easy to breathe? Because uh, you know how when you go up high, it's hard to breathe. I didn't notice it. We walked. You get way more oxygen the lower you go. We walked from Fucking the resort twice as far down to the lake, which was I don't know, six hundred meters. And in that time, I mean, we didn't notice the breathing at all. But we like definitely it was hot as fuck. And you'd like, man, if you had to walk anywhere in this desert, you'd be fucked. And then you get you get to the Dead Sea, which looks like this beautiful oasis, even though there's no trees or life around it because it it's all smell sul- like sulfur. Yeah, it stinks like farts. <laughs> and you get in and you feel all slimy, but Ugh. it's a, it's a cool feel. You feel great when you get out. Your skin's all soft. Like I was well, like, yeah, I wonder why girls. I now I know why girls do this. Like it feels good. <laughs> it's like a Jewish scam, like one of those malls. Yeah, scams. they sell mud. Yeah, from the sea. Yeah, and and salt salt rubs. When I was. Yeah, you can buy it everywhere, and I'm sure most of it isn't from the Dead Sea. I think it is. You can buy it at the airport, like Dead Sea. It's not mud. hard to get. Still, there's just the amount that they're selling. It's losing. I can't remember what the guide said, but like six inches of water a year. Like a lot. Like a lot, That's a lot. crazy. Yeah, like the resort that they built for it. Is now up on a mountain. It's, compared to like the, I said, like five, six hundred meters away from the water. You have to take a tractor there with like they tow a tractor with like cable like train cars of pat for passengers it's like four things they so it's getting so salty yeah so it's it's getting more concentrated yeah it was pretty crazy six inches a year something crazy like that i don't don't quote me but it was like an unbelievable number Uh, maybe well i guess no i think he said four i think he said four centimeters a year whatever to get that salty it has to be constantly reducing at some from some point yeah, it's crazy. Because it's way saltier than seawater, which is originated. It must have, right? But 
it's been Again, around too dumb to know any of this. but it's been around for thousands of years so it can't have been reducing that much i mean not six inches i guess maybe it started getting worse <laughs> who knows Anyways. Let's speculate on it. What do you guys think? So the Lord, so send your emails we, to about <laughs> the Dead Sea. <laughs> what rate do you think it's evaporating at? Well, I will be there's a candy cone. We'll start a survey. <laughs> we'll send this information to yeah. the well, Department this, this of This census of part- pure guesses <laughs> by our audience of half morons, half smart guys. And full you morons. You forgot who you are. Yeah, full morons, sure. So we got two verses in. I'm going to start from the top. Early in the morning, Jared Bale, that is Gideon. Who do you think our smartest listener is, Keith? No, definitely not. (laughs) Not He's in the bottom bottom rung. Um, Probably me, honestly. Well, you're you're the Lord, of course. Yeah, so would I also listen to this podcast? Yeah, you're also the smartest. I find myself agreeing with myself a lot. I make a (laughs) lot of good points. You're like, wow, I never thought about it that way, other Caleb. (laughs) It's some, but most of the time I'm like I have thought about it that way and I think that's the correct way. Yeah, that's that's it. Um, the the camp at Midian was north of them in the valley of the hill of Moreh. The Lord said to Gideon, "You have too many men for me to deliver Midian into their hands. Order that is in order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength had saved her and announced so." I'm going to read that again because I was confusing as shit. Yeah, I don't know what that means. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men for me to deliver Midian into their hands. In order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength has saved her, announce now to the people, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So God is saying to Gideon, look, you got too many guys. People are going to think that it was you guys that did this and not me. Not me. So So, kill some of you. No, he says. No, no, no. Kill some of you. Lord of the Flies style. So it can look more impressive. But let's go back. Let's go back to the last times when the God was trying to help them. They had 600,000 fucking fighting men and they had problems. Numerous times with the iron Mm. chariots. Yeah, but God didn't know about that. God. he does. So he's, (laughs) he's researched it. He knows how to defeat it. I just want to point out the fucking preposteroni toniness of the way God's like, now you have too many men, even though they had 600,000 fighting men before and they fucking lost. Yeah, but God wasn't really, I mean, he was there. Like, isn't that excuse? Like, I was watching, but I wasn't no, helping. I let them. I let them destroy you because uh, oh, what the sins they did. Because one of the guys, yeah, one of the guys took a idol. So that was one dude. Yeah. So. How many of 600,000 died? Only like 3,000. That was after Jericho. That's not bad. It was a route. They were routed and 3,000 died. So I just think it's fucking dumb that God is now saying that they is too many men. When he He's from the lowest tribe in Israel. Let's remember, he probably only has a couple thousand. This is a story as old as time according to the Bible. Yeah. Only if you go according to the Bible, it's a story as old as time. God... Says he's going to do something, can't do it, and then goes, you shouldn't have did that thing that I never told you not to do. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? That's your fault. I don't remember. This time I'm helping you because this part of this story, you succeed. So this one's my. This so one's all me. Too many men. So anyone who travels with fear may turn back and leave. So 22,000 men think left. think people were ever confused? 22,000 fucking guys left, Kyle. I don't, While 10,000 remain. Where did the rest go? So... He said, anybody who's scared, you can go. And, and 22,000 left. And 10,000 men stay. That's really not a good uh... barometer of no, morale no, for no, your just army. For how powerful God is. It's not really good. I don't want to say barometer. I don't know what the word is, but 
measure of it's strength. It's not a good testament to God's showing his strength ever or showing that he exists. If he goes, if anyone's scared, even though I'm on your side and we're definitely going to kill them all, and then two-thirds of the belief. But at the same time, it's trying to show that God can do it with less men. Yeah, but why? If he if he actually was there yeah. and all-powerful and everyone knew I know. It, he would just go, two-thirds of you leave. We got this. He wouldn't go, anyone that's scared, no one should be scared. <laughs> right? You should feel like you're going to a battle with, like... We're invincible. Me versus 10 ants. I'm just going to step on them. I'm not scared at all. You put like a million, maybe I get a little scared. But right now there's 10. There's 10 and I'm going to step on them. I know this. Even if if all 10 get to me and crawl on me, I'm still going to be fine. That's what you should feel like. It gets even more outrageous. But the Lord said to Gideon, Gideon, there are still too many men. Take them down to the water and I will sift them for you there. If they say... This one shall go. Does anyone believe that I don't exist? Shall leave right now. Basically that. Now there's 10. If I say this one shall go with you. Who is you, talking then? God is telling this to Gideon to his fucking face. Through an, either an audible voice or a voice in his head. It doesn't okay, say. Okay, so it's not God talking to the people. The Lord said to Gideon. Right, right. If I say this one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I, I say think, I this think one the shall Lord would get better results. He if, he's, if he talked to everyone. He would. Get, wouldn't probably he? get a better... I've been waiting for him to talk to me. He would probably listen more, you know, obey what he said. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. He, it's what a leader does. And at the same Playing time, of, anybody uh, who says they talk telephone. to God is crazy. Yeah. So your mom. I, that's what I've always said so more than anybody. Including, but most specifically, especially <laughs> talking about her. It's fucking crazy. no one else. It's fucking crazy to me that people are like, God's talking to me. And he's I don't know this. anyone else like that. Your mom's the only one I know. <laughs> Everybody in church is like that. People on the fucking Israel trip would be like, Lord's telling – they would start telling me. And I would be like, I don't – I'm not interested. So they'd tell Simeon. Oh, I'd be very interested. The Lord's telling me this about you. And someone goes, really? Tell me more about that. Like what kind of shit? It's all just – Ever negative? No, it's just... no, it's all positive. It's like this trip is going to you know, be a great experience for you. And he's going to reveal himself to you. You're like, oh, thanks for the nonsense. Isn't it – wouldn't like if people are talking to God consistently do something useful. Don't they ever think it's a little weird that he never says anything negative? Sometimes they do at church. Most of the time it's positive. Most of the time it's just a roundabout way of giving someone a compliment. The That's Lord's what I mean. t- telling yeah. me, but sometimes like, listen, man, God's telling me you got to admonish your brother. And I've noticed that this sin that you're doing i've heard that happens in church sometimes but most people in church aren't really are just kind of there to hang out and be nice to each other well what if i went to church and was like i've been depends how even though i've been arrested for this twice god keeps telling me to pull my dick out in the shopper's drug market they would tell you not to do that (laughs) why god's telling me directly well having dreams about it and dreams about pulling my dick out and in the dreams aren't going how the reality is going (laughs) in the dream they like it in the dream, I get my dick sucked sometimes. I'd like you to actually go to church and fucking try this, but everybody would say you'd have to discern. God wouldn't tell you to do something illegal. Why not? How the fuck do you know? That's I'm telling this you. This isn't Tom. one of God's laws. I didn't read it. Take it up. I with didn't them. read no pulling your dick out. Take it up with them. In the Shoppers Drug Mart in the Bible. Where does it say that? It actually says you should follow the law of the land you live in. So it does say does that. It really? Yeah, it does that's say that. Shit. No, that's one of the things that made it such a uh, I don't know lasting religion because most. So then what? What? Here's what if, the what problem. If you don't have a law about murder in 
there, well, the, here's the problem where it runs into problems where you should have no God but me. So if the, the early Roman church would be like, the emperor is God, and Christians were like, fuck no, he isn't. They're like, well, you, you have to admit that. So they killed Christians by the thousands, and they all became martyrs, and it was bad for Rome. And they just said, look, we'll just make this the official religion of the thing. The emperor's chosen by God. Are we good? And they're like, we can live with chosen by God, but God's the top. So that's what happened. But everywhere you go, Christians, wherever they live, they follow the laws of the land, except when it comes to denouncing God. What about the commandments? That's, the commandments are usually the laws of every land. But what if they're not? Again, I don't want to argue this hypothetical with you. What? What do you? What's your end game here? My end game is: does does the Bible circumvent the laws of the land or not? Because if the laws if, of my, you can't laws, have both. If the let's laws of the I, land are let's say worship I have a, this other god, let's then say they that do. I live in a purge society. Okay. Where one day you're allowed to murder and steal and do whatever the fuck you want. That goes against God's laws. Sure. So. Okay, I don't know what, what you want me to say. Does God circumvent the laws of the land or you not? You worship God, and you you live your life without bothering because people on Because it kind of sounds like you can do whatever the fuck you want. No, as you, soon as you, you have, have shit like you have follow, follow the God. laws of the land, that means you can just ignore everything in the Bible. I just told you. The Bible supersedes everything, but while you can, follow the laws of the land. And that's not a problem for almost okay. anybody. Fair. But, I mean... I defy so, you. Yeah, to... but no, but you start with the commandments is my point. I just wanted to set the precedent okay. of those like murder and stealing and not fucking your neighbor's wife, shit yeah. like that. Okay. But then it trickles down to all the other stuff, like the fabrics and the not eating shellfish. And the, well, that's the why Jews animals. lived in their own little communities doing their own thing. That's my point. But and they in paid the their taxes. Now, they th paid their taxes. And they were ostracized a lot of the time. And they were like, don't talk to the Jews. They're annoying. But the Jews would follow the laws of the land and live their lives. Like how they had their own little community. And okay. that's why there was pogroms so all the time. So they're the only ones doing it right then. And they got blamed for bad things. Like when the plague happened, they'd be like, it was probably the Jews. They poisoned the wells. And they fucking got murdered by the hundreds and thousands. God damn. All throughout history, there was Jewish pogroms. Little mini holocausts everywhere they lived. God really fucked them by making them the focal point of the Bible. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And... Yeah, and them going, no, we are chosen, and this is the way it is. It's hard to – they seem a little chosen. I think – I said this before, but I think the average IQ is like 120 for a Jew or something like that, which is insanely high. Sure. It's like 115 to 120, something like that. And 100 is average. That's how you said an IQ standard. So that means they're 15 to 20 points above average. I'm Wayne Gretzky, 99. <laughs> one one below average. You bet. That's, I'm that's almost a hilarious average. number. I'm almost average. Could you brother. imagine doing IQ test and getting a ninety nine? That I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> I would laugh my balls off. That is the funniest thing you could possibly get. Or You're 60. one dumber than average. <laughs> that's all I need. I don't need to be average. One below. That, then you're technically always I don't need under anything because you can't change it. It you, doesn't matter. You're an under well, you could study for the IQ test. Yeah, but that doesn't actually raise your IQ. It raises your, raise your test score on an IQ. That's true. Well, then what's the difference? You know, if if your intelligence test measures intelligence, then didn't you raise your intelligence? That's not how it works. You fucking told me that before. No, I didn't. I said it specifically doesn't. There's a guy... That I said, you study for it, it's not going to raise your intelligence. There's a guy that so, has the world world highest IQ, but he's a fucking idiot. So Gideon, All he does is take IQ tests every so fucking Gideon day. So Gideon took the men down to the water. You can get good at them. There the Lord told him, separate those who lap water with their tongues like a dog from those who kneel down to drink. This is the new like test. human beings? Yeah. 300 men human lapped. Human beings lap like a dog. You know, like this. Like, if you cup the water with your hands and lap... And, 
you know. That's fucking insane. I guess that's not efficient. Who licks water? I don't think they. You know, dogs have tongues that go like reverse. Yeah, they scoop spoon, it up. They spoon it. Yeah, we don't have that. I think that he just meant if they use their hands to bring it to their mouth, then that's one thing. Then they're a dog. That's those who lap water with their tongues like a dog from those who kneel down to drink. So some people are putting their face in it, and some people are bringing it up to their hands. <laughs> so they are putting their face in it. Yeah. And just sucking it up, no straw. All the rest, 300 men lapped with their hands <laughs> to their mouths. And so like this. What kind of like, civilized person no, it sticks says, their whole fucking face in the water? <laughs> that everyone's drinking. Everybody else. That's fucking crazy. Everybody else did that. 300 hey, people. anyone drinking this punch? It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> whole fucking face in it that's insanity <laughs> the vikings used to do that they just had a bowl that they'd pass around and then fucking when you brush your teeth do you stick your head under the tap or use your hands to um i stick my head under the tap see you're a fucking but dog. when i br- drink out of a river i bring it to my mouth with my hands you shouldn't drink out or... of rivers full of parasites <laughs> not gideon spring that's what you don't know that's why you're pissing yourself down. <laughs> so the lord said to gideon with the 300 men that lapped, I will save you and give you the Midianites into your hands. Let all the other men go, each Wait, to his own place. So it's better to drink like a dog? That's just the way God decided. It doesn't say it's better or worse, Kyle. So now you have to fight. Just said, if you drank it like a dog, you have to fight. So first, there was 30,000 men. 30,000 and some men. All right? He says, anyone who's scared can go. 22,000 men leave, like giant bitches. All yep. right? So he's got 10,000 men left. Then God says, if I choose this one and this one, you can do it. So he's going one by one, choosing, saying this is taking too long. He says, fuck it. Everybody who drinks the water with their hands, they're with me. Everybody else, they're off. So it's down to 300, all right, like the fucking movie. So Gideon sent the rest of the Israelites to their tents but kept the 300. You think those 300 are thinking this is a real bad idea? Now we think we're going to fucking die. Now we only have 300. We had (laughs) 30,000. And we have 300. We had 10 times this many. And they got those iron things. We have still no idea what to do with. Let's remember that God did this so that he could demonstrate his power. He said there's too many so of you. So they have iron chariots. They also have better weapons then, correct? Um, not, not, maybe. Well, look, if the what kind of weapons do the Jews have if they don't have iron? Probably bronze or Yeah, that's copper. worse. Way worse. Way softer. It's possible they had iron swords but not iron chariots, you know? Cause How the iron fuck spears- is that possible? Because it takes way more iron to make a chariot than a sword. It does, but the concept still exists. The thing is, if you you could have your army equipped with iron weapons, and they could have an army equipped with iron weapons plus iron chariots. They just had more iron. That's easily possible. It's just being lazy. Or they don't have the horses to draw them, or the fucking chariots were like the brand new thing. It's like when the British had tanks, like before anybody else. They had wood ones. The Jews. They must have had wooden chariots. Did they say that earlier? Iron chariots. No. All this said was that God couldn't do anything because they had iron chariots. So, and this is a real lame. I think God had. I think the Jews had wooden chariots. I think this is a big. uh, This is a dumb thing to get hung up on, and it's and at some point in time, Kyle, somebody had iron chariots, and the other people were like, "What the fuck are those?" Isn't it retarded to discover iron, and then see someone else build something out of it, and then go? Okay, I have no idea how to build that. It'd be obvious how to build it. Fine. If you can melt, smelt it iron, might take you could 20 make years. a fucking chair. How would it take 20 years? It's manual labor, and you have to get the iron, smelt they the iron. They 30,000 Jews. They, do they have a source of iron? No. You said well, that, well, then how would they, they, they have weapons then? I don't know. I guess, I guess I they speculated. do. I guess they fucking do, Caleb. How is, 
you're so annoying to me right now. Because my point is, they don't have iron weapons. They so they're might. going in there with their soft ass. They might. It doesn't weapons. say what they have, and it's t- entirely possible Unless they stole it off of someone it, they killed. Kyle, the first time someone showed up with iron chariots, the other army didn't have iron chariots. Is that blowing your mind? That's it, it would blow my mind if we got smartphones, and then a week later, China didn't have smartphones. That would blow my mind. Kyle, th- so you see, like the people over there, the new technology, and you go, I. It you make that immediately. Decades for tr- technology to transfer in the ancient year- world. Decades. Like, Bullshit. You need the smelters, the people to do it, the people with the knowledge how to do it. You can't just look if at a chair. If you can smelt a sword, why no. can't you smelt a bar? For the size of I, I okay, I've made my point. I think we have to move on. Okay. I don't think you made a good one, but let's move on. All right. So the Lord said to Gideon, with 300 men that lapped, I will save you and give you into the Midianites. So they took over the provisions and the trumpets of the others. What do you think now, their trumpets are made of? <laughs> not iron. <laughs> Brass? Yeah, I think so. That's all they got. That's all we know for sure. You're so fucking dumb. It's so possible for one... Like, all throughout history, the Mongols had different weapons than the Chinese. The Chinese had fucking fist-scale armor. The Romans, basically every different area they conquered had different weapons. I don't know why... But they all had very similar... This is the ancient, ancient world. Different weapons, but very similar metals. The only reason ja- that Japan had better uh, steel is because no, no. all the carbon they had, and the full. No, they had less carbon. All the folding they had to do to make their. You're carbon not listening good. to me. What? Entirely different systems of warfare. There's like the like the Benjaminites were all slingshotters, right? They only use slings. That's not my point. Your point is that if they had iron chariots, everybody in the world has iron chariots. No, if they had iron chariots and they saw them and they were intimidated by them and they had the capability to make it. iron, you don't just you... get it. It takes forever. You... This is years. How do you know? You don't know anything. You're just speculating the same as I am. You're like, they should both have iron chariots in this story. They should make iron chariots. <laughs> or they don't have iron weapons. Maybe. I don't think they know how to make iron whatsoever. Okay, so that's okay. You can have that in your head if it makes you feel better about this story. I do have that. Throughout all of ancient warfare, different armies had different capabilities similar and, different metals, le- though. and different weapons. Because trade did happen. It doesn't Spies matter. did happen. Why it, doesn't it matter? I'm telling you. That different cultures had different systems of weapons. Do you believe me, yes or no? You understand, when that one culture came over there, they stole stuff from each other. Over the course of time. not like It wasn't like they have iron chariots. The next season, they all had iron chariots. You wouldn't get your engineer on and be like, hey, make that fucking thing. You could try. They're all scared of. You could try. That that thing that just kicked our ass. Everybody tried to make what the Romans made. Nobody could do it. Even when the Romans gave them the engineers and the stuff and said, here, you can do it, people couldn't do what the Romans did as good as the Romans or even up to like par to even fight the Romans. Okay, so they got janky chariots, square wheels or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you, I can't even think I'm so annoyed with you right now. So Gideon sent the rest of the blah, blah, blah. Now the camp of Midian lay below him in the valley. During that night, the Lord said to Gideon, get up. Go down against the camp because I am going to give it into your hands. If you are afraid to to attack, go down to the camp with your servant Pura and listen to what they are saying. Afterward, you will be encouraged to attack the camp. So he and Pura, his servant, went down to the outposts of the camp. The Midianites and Amalekites and all the eastern peoples had settled in the valley, thick as locusts. Their camels could no more be counted than the sand of the seashore. So... There's, There's a, a hundreds infinite of camels. And the Amalekites are back from the dead, which is crazy. Yep. Gideon arrived just Wanna as... unpack that one again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Gideon arrived just as a man was telling a friend 
his dream. I had a dream, he was saying. Oh, that's saying. God. No, this is the enemy soldiers. Yeah, that's God. So, they should tell him that's God. So they're spying. Every dream you have is God. You want to hear the, the dream that the guy had? I want to hear what God said. So this, the Gideon is spying on his enemy, now a Midianite. I had a dream, he was saying. A round loaf of barley bread came tumbling out of the... In, sorry. A round loaf of barley bread came tumbling into the Midianite camp. It struck the tent with such force that the tent overturned and collapsed. His friend responded, This can be nothing other than the sword of Gideon, son of Joash the Israelite. God has given the Midianites and this whole camp into his hands. Now think about how improbable that is. Okay, what? And how do they know what the enemy's dream was? So Gideon and his friend go down as to spy on the camp. But they hear these people talking. God says you're going to hear good news, okay? So they go down. They see the two first Midianites they see. It's the outpost guard. They're fucking shooting the shit, smoking a cigarette, going, fuck, I had a stream last night. A loaf of bread came rolling into our tent and knocked our tents down. And the guy goes, that's Gideon, dude. That's the sword of Gideon coming to and destroy And the other us. guy went, who the fuck is that? <laughs> exactly. Who the fuck <laughs> is Gideon? Exactly. What are you talking about? Exactly. They would have no way of knowing. Let's remember that Gideon was the least of his tribe of the w- worst tribe. He yeah. says, I'm the least of the tribe of Massinay. We're not even a full tribe. They're going, it's probably Gideon, the famous. And the guy does, oh, did you have a dream? He's like, no. <laughs> I just know who that is. How do you not know Gideon, the shittiest Jew of the whole thing? When I was read this story in Sunday school, I was like, wow, that's totally God that told him Gideon's name like that. Like, you come from a place of believing it. And yeah, like, so you have to reconcile that and it how is hilarious, true. So how hilarious, the only possible way for it to be true is if God told him. Imagine having a nightmare. I, you know how nightmares... Why it, would God warn them ahead of time? Because he's already going to kick their ass, so what's the difference? God, warn who? Them in a dream. Uh, God gave this guy a dream so he could but why tell... why would he do that? So that Gideon and his friend could go listen to this guy describe his dream <laughs> and be encouraged. So that they would be more stoked. It says, yeah, it says, if you are afraid, go down to their camp and spy on them. Isn't this just proof that God doesn't exist? This is proof that somebody wrote this into the dumbest story you've ever Isn't heard. is proof that God doesn't exist, though? If God needs... For, instead of just being, I'm God, check this cool shit out because he can do literally anything. Yeah. Instead of doing that, he goes... Walk over there. You're going to hear two people tell a story about a loaf of bread that now made them scared of you. Yeah. And by the way, I did, I made him say that. Let's, let's get, <laughs> I gave him that dream. I know. You're like, what? Just light that thing on fire. Just make all that water yeah. not there anymore. Yeah, just move that mountain over there. Do any of those things. And he's like, no, check this out. <laughs> that guy First is now going to be scared of no, you. Let's look at the miracles. Dream you have about bread. God's intervened now. That's like, proof there's no God. God. God's intervened at least three times in this story. God damn it! The fleece stupid. was wet, and then the fleece was dry, and now he's given this guy a dream. Those are the three miracles that God's done in this story. <laughs> and they know who Gideon it's fucking is. Fucking pathetic. When Gideon, you know what I think? I think Moses was more clever with his lies. Yeah. Well, this is still lies. Gideon. But, I know Gideon. That's what I mean. He's Gideon. not as good at it yet. He's just got the reins. He's like wet blanket, dry blanket. He's got bread dream. The thing is, you have to go. Stupid. Yeah, you have to go big with your lies. Yeah, he's trying to make them believable. Like, no, it's seriously the, the you should. There was never a drier fleece. <laughs> it was so fucking dry, and the ground, dude, it was totally totally wet. You know what he's thinking? My he's, feet he's were thinking wet. They might make me reproduce this. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to do something I could do while no one's. Yeah, working. you have to have a miracle <laughs> that you could somehow pull off. <laughs> exactly. Oh, when Gideon me. heard the dream and its inter- interpretation, he worshipped God. 
he returned to the camp of Israel and called out, Get up! The Lord has given the Midianite camp into your hands! Dividing the 300 men into three companies, he placed the trumpets and empty jars of all the empty the empty jars in the hands of all of them with torches inside. Now the, I actually like this part because I think this could actually happen. Watch me, he told them. Follow my lead. When I get to the edge of the camp, I don't really do, get why you'd want a torch inside of a jar. Yeah, yeah, here it comes, Kyle. This is the poetic license of the Bible. Watch me, he told them. Follow my lead. When I get to the edge of the camp, do exactly as exactly as I do. When I and all who are with me blow our trumpets, then from all around the camp blow yours and shout, For the Lord and for Gideon! Gideon and the 300 men with him reached the edge of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch, just after they changed the guard. So imagine t- 2 in the morning or 1 in the morning. Um, they blew their trumpets and broke their jars that were in their hands. The three companies blew the trumpets and smashed the jars, grasping the torches in their left hands and holding them in their right hands. The trumpets... They grasping were... the torches in their left hand and so, holding it in their... So, imagine so they're that... holding it with two hands. So they got a trumpet in one hand and a uh, torch with a jar on top. Imagine... A smashed one. Well, first it was not smashed, and then they smashed it. So it's like, imagine a lamp... With a bowl on top. Yep. So you can only see the ground right in front of you, right? So it's oh. they smash the jars, and then so then they see torches That's all around. That's actually really clever. So yeah, so they. Uh, I like that. They grasp the torches in their left hands and holding with their right hands the trumpets. They were to blow, shouting. That's a actually sword, pretty badass. A sword for and the you Lord. know what? Just hearing a bunch of fucking crashing and then everything lighting up at once. That scared the shit out of you. Let me, so for the sword of the Lord and for Gideon, while each man held his position around the camp, all the Midianites went crying out as they fled. When the 300 trumpets sounded, the Lord caused the men throughout the camp to turn on each other with their swords. The army of Bethshitta towards Zerah, as far as the border of Abel to the mountains near Tabath. The Israelites from the Tali, Asher and the Massonet were called out and they pursued the Midianites. Gideon sent messengers throughout the hill country of Ephraim saying, come down against the Midianites and seize the waters of the Jordan. So, yeah, just like you said, they do that. They see torches all around. They get so scared and they you're start in a valley. stabbing each other. And they, they think they're already in. And so they just, like, the, this is an Amulekite and Midianite and, like, you know, a factionalized army. Yeah. And it's the middle of the night. And they think they're being attacked. They're probably drunk. They're soldiers, right? Soldiers typically drank every night around. The, and they just start killing each other. And then the Israelites... It says 300, but they then it says from Natalie, Asher, and Massenay were called out. So their allies that they had nearby, after the, these people attacked themselves, they come in and fucking finish them off, right? This seems like something that could actually happen yeah. in history. Like a, it's a pretty sick war tactic. Yeah, and so they killed each other, ran you know away. You know what's and not were, a good war tactic? Getting rid of 90% of your men before you do this. <laughs> well, but hey. Well, now, Kyle, it's a victory for the Lord. Yep. For the sword of the Lord and for Gideon. God needs a lot of tricks for you to do still, for you to succeed. Yeah, I don't... What, what, I, what, is, what is the benefit of, of tactics when you have an all-powerful, like, omnipotent being on I, your side? I know. That, like, exactly it's irrelevant. Like you, exactly like you said. Do anything. But I so, showed up naked and fucked them all one by one as God held them down. You know? <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally anything. For the dick of the Lord and for Gideon. <laughs> Like, who's that, who's that, who's that, who has that bit about how they, oh, Louis C.K., how he wouldn't go back in time and kill Hitler, he'd just yeah. rape him? Yeah. Because that would be enough? Yeah. Nah, I don't, <laughs> don't want to leave. Um, but Simeon, Simeon said it perfectly. God is like your coach. He's not going to 
win the war. He's not actually going to kill the people for you. Well, he's, yeah, he's he did. Gonna, he made he, them kill each other. It says that, yeah, he caused God them to it. turn turn yeah. on. So they could have turned on themselves without... Without the, anyone being there. Exactly. Which it's leads irrelevant. you to believe that probably had nothing to do with God, if this is a true story. Really? Yeah. That's Yeah, maybe. I, it seems really unlikely that God wasn't involved. So all the men of Ephraim were called out, and as they took the waters of the Jordan <laughs> as far as Beth Berah, they also captured the two Midianite leaders, Oreb and Zeb. They killed Oreb at the Rock of Oreb and Zeb at the winepress of Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> Not by my winepress. <laughs> Don't let me be known as being killed right by the winepress of Zeb, the only thing I'm known for. <laughs> they killed him at the Rock <laughs> and the winepress of Zeb. They pursued the Midianites and threw out the heads of Oreb if and If they killed Caleb, it'd be the piss bed of Campbell. Bed of- <laughs> Caleb was killed by the piss. The fleece was the wet. Piss, and, the and the bed was wet also. <laughs> the pillows, they were dry. Miracle. So that's the story of Gideon, Kyle. And I, you don't seem impressed about the Lord's miracles there. No, I've had enough of God, to be honest. With you. Well, and we got bullshit, actually... And his bullshit qu- fucking miracles. I want something more impressive. I've said this before. A wet blanket, dry blanket dream about bread didn't do it for me they killed each I other i think it's hilarious that was too. cool this is scary but dream. then you didn't you didn't need the rest of it his scary dream is a loaf of bread tumbling through the tent like a big and is gideon known for as a bread no, maker <laughs> what kind of symbolism is that it said uh you know what it's just that they back then they only knew they were so sheltered in their dumb fucking world that they knew 20 things yeah. they only had a knowledge of 20 different uh, things and bread's the most popular one, so it's like, wouldn't it be crazy? You know how it would, what would be scary if something not normal would happen? A well, loaf of bread. What if I stab my? What if I got stabbed with a sword? No, that does happen. Hmm. What if my friend hit me with a with a tool? No, nope, that too. What if a loaf of bread that I would eat instead got really big and crushed me? I think it's that's the craziest thing I could think of. I'm wacky. You know how nightmares when you describe them are almost never scary, but while you're experiencing, not really. I've had some. Sure. Very describable well, I've scary had, nightmares. I've also had some nightmares that aren't scary that you're just like panicking because you're, you know, the fucking, we're never going to get out of this fishing boat. Like, I'm oh, stuck. Sure. You're yeah. stuck in the, like, this guy's trying to describe this loaf of bread like it's terrifying, smashing through his tent. And the guy's like, that's not scary at all, man. It's a loaf of bread. Who cares? Except he wasn't like that. He's like, that's Gideon? God. That's God. And Gideon's on his side. I know that. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Who's Gideon? He's the lowest person in the half-tribe of Mass. It's like, how do you know everything about them? Shut up. He's like, you just got here last week. Wait, are you a Jew? (laughs) Meanwhile, Gideon's like right around the other side of the tree rubbing his hands together. Do you hear this? like, excellent. I'm getting famous. (laughs) This is going just as planned. They must have heard of the fleece. (laughs) The next thing the guard said, yeah, he's pretty powerful. He made a fleece dry and wet. No, he didn't. Yep. Can you believe it? The same time. Um, actually, no, that's impossible. Do we have any emails? That would be an actual miracle. Do we have any emails this week, Kyle? We do. Let me find it. This is the part of the podcast where Kyle there we finds... Go. So, yeah, go on. I, I was, like that song. I was, I was freestyling. We never did part three of Keith's emails, because Keith is getting on my nerves. A but part three? He gave us a three-part email, but he didn't include the so first part. So we started part, with and we B. went straight to the second, and then we went to the first. It's like Star Wars. Exactly. Okay. So we're jumping around a lot. So we have the third part of the email. Refresh my can... refresh mine and the listener's memory. What happened in part 
A and B of this email? Uh, Keith gave some insane, <laughs> absolutely insane. What what the fuck is he talking about again? Well, as far as I remember, that uh, the four different the four races which oh, the right. Earth is known Jesus to have, Christ. the three races being black, brown, and white, all came from four people on Noah's Ark. Yeah, that was one of them. That was the best one. <laughs> that was my absolute favorite one. That was unbelievable, and all and, different, all and, different, and women's DNA is all just traced back to a single source. Uh huh. It's only Eve. The, yeah, it's only the men. But man, yeah, which makes absolutely no sense because <laughs> you don't. Turns out women don't take when they're born any of the DNA of either of their parents. That's crazy. That's crazy how that works, and we can still like be a yeah. functioning. It's crazy society. how measured it is. It's crazy how much of a fact it is. That when we actually study their DNA, it's weird how some people we, look like their moms too. Mm, yeah, but all moms look like Eve. I don't know if you know that. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> that Eve looked like every woman on the earth because we're all from her. D- they're so all from she, her DNA. She's a real plain Jane, then. She was a real black, brown, what? tan, olive, albino, <laughs> redhead. Redhead. <laughs> she was all of them. It's so stupid. (laughs) She had all the recessive genes. Every single one. And all the dominant genes. Yeah, all of them. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the only way it could possibly happen. (laughs) So this is part three that I kind of forgot about because Keith kind of pissed me off a little bit. But here we go. 1C titled, It's Impossible to Fit Two of Each Animal on the Ark. Okay. So I'm guessing he's going to say it's very possible. Because I couldn't imagine he would go against the Bible. For quick reference, okay, yeah, this is off the top of my head, based on a meme I saw. But <laughs> I guarantee you, the meme's more accurate than the arc this post we're about. The to read. measurements are in the Bible. It's like 400 cubits by 200 cubits by 150 cubits, which somebody said is smaller. It's about two thirds the size of the Titanic. Okay, still pretty large. But still, it doesn't have all the floors and rooms that the Titanic had. And they're trying to tell me they can fit every, two of every animal and insect and bird on the ark. Go ahead, Keith. Uh-huh. Every single one. What about insects? Did we land on that? Um, and the birds just kind of hovered around It said around everything that everything. crawls on the ground, so we okay, included so insects. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, a science lesson claimed that all dogs came from wolves. That's a fact. That's an absolute fact, Keith. Okay. In fact, they just did years ago. They're speculating that it was maybe... Maybe wolves were an offset like humans are to apes, mm-hmm. like great apes, the the current monkeys and uh, and orangutans and shit we have today, like separated from great apes at a certain point in humans, whatever, that type of thing. But no, they're all fucking, all wolves. A hundred percent of dogs came from wolves. There was black wolves, 100%. white wolves, and brown wolves. <laughs> yeah, they all fucked. There's four different, four different... Some of them, sets of some dogs. them fuck their sisters too much. That's how you get weeder dogs. Yeah, no, but yeah. there wasn't. No, it was some gay wolves. They couldn't get genes from the female dogs, Kyle. That's insane. You know what's interesting though? I think it was the 1700s or 1800s. It it became a rich a status symbol to create your own dog because um, what's it called when you fuck with genetics? Um, Genetic engineering, genetic modification. I guess, but there's a word for it that I can't remember. Anyways, eugenics. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's eugenics. So, anyways, it became very popular if you were really rich. You were you weren't cool. You could be rich all you want, but no one gave a fuck if you didn't have your own dog. 
So they would have these like fucking just hire people to just breed out certain traits in dogs so you can get your own weird ass dog. How long does that take? What's, uh, with, I guess with wolves they tame them within ten years. I think they completely wow made, tamed a wolf. I mean a, a fox. Sorry, not a wolf. They because you can get a fox now. Yeah. Except they still make that horrible screeching noise. They couldn't get rid of that. But they made it like act. <laughs> you do something act about like this? A puppy. No, it's impossible. No. So I think I think it probably it takes a long time. Ky- look at Kyle. You're just forcing him to fucking breed. Kyle's yeah. been reading for one sentence. He already interrupted himself, and we're already on a side topic. <laughs> because I just just like, keep reading. Just year, read it for fuck's sake. The dog thing. He's like, I can't imagine a toy poodle being mounted by a wolf. See, I knew where he was going with this, and cranking out puppies that might come out of it. But I'm sure it took several generations of people breeding dogs to arrive at tiny little poodles. Several. Okay. Lots. Whatever. Lots and lots. Okay, w- let's get to his point. We're talking about the arc I here. I say let's... to make a point about microevolution. That's not evolution. I mean, I guess it kind of is, but it's forced. Evolution is survival of the fittest. Forced breeding is most people do not consider evolution. Science has proven there are small changes within a species to adapt to their environment. I don't think any religious person would doubt that. Okay, that's the basis for evolution. Yeah. Especially those who are farmers or work with livestock. Both Darwin and Dawkins point out that neither has yet to demonstrate the kind of macroevolution to go from one species to another. Yes, they have. Absolutely. You can't just say they didn't do it. <laughs> they absolutely do it. They break it down in a fucking gigantic tree yeah. for you visual idiots. And by the way, there's a tiny gap in there that we don't know as human beings. And that's it. We know everything else. All the way down. Except for like, I guess it's not that, if you want to get really anal, it's not that tiny, but it's not that big in the grand scheme of things. Wasn't there, I don't, haven't they though already bridged the gap from Neanderthals? To well, they, we bred with each other. They're yeah. starting to realize this is yes. new and, information. And there, was, there was like, so there's all kinds of half Neanderthal, half. Yeah. And even there was like. You're for sure part Neanderthal. Weren't there like three of them? It's actually Neanderthal. Weren't there like three different? There's Neanderthals. They were the violent ones, and then there was the sh- smarter, shorter ones, and then there was like, sure, the, but they were completely different species, I guess. But they all They're, fucked. Oh yeah, anything with the hole. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, micro macroevolution farmers, blah blah blah. Neither is yet to demonstrate trying to macroevolution to go from one species to another. But that isn't the question at hand. I oh, just wanted to throw that in there. The point, all that would be required to take a small number of species on the ark. All that would be required is to take a small number of species. Oh, he's about to say that they didn't have all the animals. <laughs> they had like two I dozen. Love this take. They had like two I mean, dozen? Exactly like the humans. <laughs> right? They started off with like 24. <laughs> and then they fucked to make all the animals <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> so you got your your, oh. your basic thirty six stereotypes. So what? Do you, yeah, it's like primary colors. So, so <laughs> all the cows came from like a cow, <laughs> buffalo, moose, all that no, shit. No, no, they all came from the bison, right? Sure. Yeah. So sure. you got your moose is just anything a few... that remotely looks like that. So we got <laughs> giraffe or long neck bison. Yeah, exactly for sure. We got their bison. We got rhinos or bison. We got elephants. Those are bison. <laughs> we got. <laughs> oh fuck me what's so like a platypus that that's mm, that's that's that was a mistake on a the duck arc fucked, that's when a duck fucked a weasel a duck fucked a seal <laughs> yeah. 
a seal and a weasel and a duck and a three-way gangbang. And uh, <laughs> that's how you become. It's you ever bred marsupials are half mammals, half you ever breed reptiles? animals in Pokemon. It's exactly like that. You just fuck like two random beings <laughs> fuck, and they can obviously have babies. I don't think he realizes that. Hang on, he didn't explicitly say this. Make sure that this is his point. Uh, this is for sure his point. <laughs> this is for sure his point. All the variants we have today could reasonably have come from them. There you go. <laughs> There's his goddamn point right there. So how many species did they take on the earth? Do you not know that you can't... How do you get donkeys again? Horses, it's a horse and a... Mule. And a, and or, a mule. Or an ass. There's whatever. There's the t- small one and the horse, and there's the in-between. Well, the in-between ones can't breed. I know. So once you once you differentiate genes to a certain... To a very... There's a very narrow amount of crossbreeding you can do. Then why does it work with dogs, Kyle? Because they're just wolves. Why does it work with monkeys? What do you mean? Can't chimpanzees fuck bonobos and re- make reproducing offspring? Can they? I don't know. I'm, I'm asking you. You're the one with all the experts. This is what you do to me. Can they? I don't know. I don't know. Well, if they should be able but to. But I know a monkey and can't they, fuck a tiger I know that and make a monkey tiger. I know that if a monkey fucked a tiger and their friend, their neighbors were funked tigers and they had tiger monkeys, <laughs> I'm sure the monkey clan next to them would make monkey tigers the exact same day. As soon as the next tribe has monkey tigers, Look, they would make them the same day. They would. Guaranteed. The one thing human beings are good at is making other animals fuck just to see what happens. <laughs> That's the one thing we're good at. So we know all the combinations that work. Because we just Ligers, make things tigers, fuck and bears, oh my. And see what happens. Because what's cooler than that? <laughs> so we don't, what's going to come out of that thing? What a freak. You know? So Noah's Ark was the first animal that fuck fest. That would never fest. work, though. It was the fuck fest orgy that made all the if animals we had true, today. that was true, all those animals could still have sex. Like, a, a dog could fuck a wolf and have a, a uh, reproduce offspring that could create more, more offspring. offspring. So if that were true, we started off with whatever filled an ark, and then every frame, 10% of animals of each category could fuck each other and make different animals. <laughs> At least that is the, that is crease that is it's retarded. That is an absolutely insane assertion. Okay, so here we go. I don't think I'm st- stretching the truth to say there are themes, microevolutions happening in domestic animals. Sure, there are themes. Micro. Okay, I don't know what that means. Humans applying intelligent design to develop a new breed of animal for some purpose or another. Microevolution happens in nature. But the changes in wild animals doesn't happen so quickly. It does still take place. It actually does sometimes. Like for example, it depends on, on depends on the reproductive cycle of the animal. Yeah, it, it that it almost exclusively depends on how quickly they reproduce. So flies have like one to two days. They did an experiment where they put flies in a completely pitch black dark environment, and within like two weeks, they evolved to being completely blind because they didn't need eyes anymore. Yeah. So it depends on the life, on the reproductive cycle of whatever you're talking about. And uh, external by two factors. weeks, it could have been six months. I made up the second number, yeah. but the first thing's true. <laughs> and I was like, two weeks? That doesn't seem long enough for even me. In my made-up number that I just fucking pulled it, out of my ass. Whatever. He's asserting that they took 25 animals on the ark and made everything we have today. Even if they had 200. Even if they had 1,000, it's impossible. <laughs> What's a reasonable number? What's a reasonable number? Well, the thing is, animals have been extinct and shit yeah. since then, so I, it's literally impossible. Yeah, no, it's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. 
But all those extinct animals, we could just remake them by making two of the animals we have now fuck each other. Reverse fuck them. We yeah. could get the dinosaurs back. Let's just make a lizard fuck a giraffe until we get dinosaurs again. It's a perfect system. They gotta look the same. Second. There's no evidence no one took full-grown animals. Okay, they may have been babies. I admit it's a guess on my part, but it's plausible. Um, It's it's not plausible. It is not plausible that two babies of every kind of animal showed up where the ark is. It's more plausible in the fact that it'd be easier to take two small animals than adult animals. Mm -hmm. But it's not plausible that, I guess... The whole thing's ridiculous. So if you're going to say, they said two of anime, every animal just showed up where Noah was over and however it was long. was all babies. That, you <laughs> they could, all made it you there. You could say, I guess, four of every animal showed up and reproduced right then. You know, even if they're babies, they're going to grow up on I know, the ark. At different seeds. So it's just going to be, a, they're going to be bursting at the seams because <laughs> they're going to grow. <laughs> they were there for a while. It was. It rained for forty days and forty nights, but they were on the ark for something for years. Yeah, over a year. It said hundreds of days. Hundreds Do you know how, of days. How much bigger animals get from baby to one year old? A lot, like eight times. An elephant, like yeah. I'm trying to think of ones that grow a lot. Or maybe they malnourished them, so they are all micro, like micro pigs, <laughs> whatever. Okay. There's no evidence. There may have been babies. I admit it's a guess on my part, but plausible. There would be less of a demand for food and space to make it easier to care for them on the ark. Look, if you're planning an ark situation, yeah, bring babies. Sure. It makes sense. Fine, but it's still so outrageous. If the plan is to take great number of animals, yeah, sure. That would be a better idea. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll give it to you. There were babies. <laughs> And all of them survived. Yeah, babies never die. <laughs> I guess they're just pre- they're just pretend the fighting is, with each the other. The thing is, once the 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 problem we have, Kyle, is once you believe in miracles. You mean Keith? No, us talking oh. to people that believe in miracles. Yeah. So once you believe in miracles, anything's possible. The whole thing's a miracle. Yeah. So if you try and be reasonable, like it's a miracle that God caused it to rain that that much time, and God gave Noah a plan. Oh yeah, their poop uh, evaporated. They didn't need to eat. Well, once, All, once you go to the miracle side, every exactly, you can do anything. exactly. So they they don't even none of this is a problem for them because oh God made it happen in His miracles. But when you read the Bible and you point out that God's miracles don't account for a lot of the dumb shit, you know, yep, it just becomes hilarious. Sure, <laughs> sorry, I was reading again. After. Uh... After a year or so of the flood, so he acknowledges that there are babies that are going to be there for over a year. God gave. Oh, he says some will be full grown. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about, then, Keith? Many would still be young, but they would all be mature enough to migrate and populate the world. Yep. Given the dimensions of the ark, it would be most plausible if young animals were taken. There would be ample... I don't know why you're arguing the logistics of the animals if, like, 12 animals can fucking make every animal on the planet. What is the point? He's he's tr- 
it, okay, so Keith believes this, obviously, because yeah. he's been raised to believe it. So from his perspective, he's got to do a lot of, he's got to jump over a lot of hurdles. He seems like a reasonable guy that believes in this. He does seem so, reasonable. So he's, he's really like, trying. He's like, how can I mesh my doubts about this with what the Bible story is? They're probably babies. That knocks off some room right there. There was probably, considering it only takes four different couples to make all of humanity there's probably only like 60 animals on the ark there's billions of different microevolutions kyle look it up it's a thing billions of different animals on the planet (laughs) there's trillions microevolution trillions of insects alone but that's what i'm saying these people like get it to a point in their head where they've i've logically thought about it and in my logic this now makes sense and that's and then then they put that away the rest of the logic is irrelevant if a small amount of animals can fuck and make the rest of the animals. Yes, I know. Then it doesn't matter. I know, God. Because the scale is irrelevant. What, if, what if, you, if you go from 200 to a billion or a thousand to a billion, it's irrelevant. I'm, no, I agree with you. I'm saying how people get – this is in my experience when I talk to Christians and I press them on the miracles that they believe. They've not thought about it. So they go – God said all the animals could fit on the ark. They all fit on the ark. Okay. God shrunk them down to miniature size and made them eat miniature food. <laughs> like, and then grew like them the back magic up. school bus but or the, honey, I that, shrunk the kids. That's literally, that's like, why couldn't God do that? If God's flooding the earth and fitting them all on the ark. But then when you. He fucking could, but then why doesn't he nark? Yeah. If he can exa- shrink them down. Exactly. Exactly. Why doesn't he nark them? And, and then they, when you say, whoever wrote the Bible thinks this ark is huge. This is the biggest boat anyone's ever seen. They'll never think of a boat this big. And in modern day, when we see a boat that size, it's like a like, large, that's not that big. It's like a massive yacht. You know, like <laughs> princes in Saudi Arabia. Yet one own, person owns one and they bring tigers and shit onto their ark. And there's not a lot of room left. <laughs> we kind of do have modern day examples. Yeah, so, we... <laughs> but the, the, what I'm saying, yeah. So I've made my point. The people don't like, they don't think about it. He says, there'd be ample room. I know it's true. Because that crazy dude who runs the Creation Museum in Kentucky says so. He's he's joking. That's a joke. And I was kidding. I don't know what he says, but I probably have just flushed any shred of credibility I may have down in the toilet. He kind of did. I mean, we we appreciate these emails. They're hilarious. I mean, I like the other perspective, but I'm not gonna you're not, not go hard on how insane <laughs> we it go is. Hard. I just, that's you got to, just to take a complex subject like evolution and just, instead of researching it, just going, well, I know that they can make dogs from wolves and then jump from that to, they can make any animal they want. If they have like 200 different ones, they can make a billion animals. Granted, he never said a number. We just uh, assumed that. But yeah. What do you mean? Well, he How impl- many could fit on the ark? That's, that's, it, it still has to be outrageous, but I'm just a saying. A thousand. Yeah. Thousands. 10,000. No, you need tens of thousands. If you had 10,000, you couldn't even come close. <laughs> it is a hilarious idea. He so goes, there were babies and there was, <laughs> they were the most broad animals. They were the like. Animals back then were very, you know... They kind of looked like everything. Yeah, they were very average. Yeah. They had a lot of similar traits. Yeah. It's only when they started fucking each other that they got tigers got spots. Very specific after that, yeah. Or tigers got stripes, I mean. <laughs> they used to have spots and stripes. Yeah. We, leopards and tigers. It was two different... It was one, now it's two. See? So that was one thing. It's a micro-evolution. So now we have... That was micro-evolution. Yeah. 
I mean, I could I could wrap my head around the fact that all the cats came for each other, but they breed the cats together and they become retarded. Like yeah. even the fucking cats can't have babies that can breed. Like even a lot of the cats, they make like retarded cats. I know, which is weird though, because dogs dogs don't do that. Like all the breeds of dogs. That's because can... all dogs are wolves. Where the cats evolved separately. Pugs are not wolves. Yeah, they were. <laughs> all the all the cats evolved separately. We didn't create the different kinds of cats. Yeah, human beings created different kinds of dogs from wolves. That's crazy to me, though. That if we took like a that t- a pug can fuck a wolf and it reproduces, and a fucking house cat can't fuck a lynx. If we took a tiger and we bred it to have infinite different dog-like tigers, then they could all fuck each other. But since they bred over different areas of the world. Lions for, uh, and leopards. Hundreds and shit. of thousands of years, they can't fuck each other. It seems like they should be able to. At one point, they're probably based related. on fucking Keith's email. I think that they should be able to. Not even the things that look the same can fuck each other. Let alone. Kyle, like... I don't think you understand microevolution. You should go back to school. <laughs> yeah. How did we get? Uh, what's a weird? How do we get bats? What two things f- fuck to get that? Lizards and pelicans. Yeah. Hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> I guess the pelican probably did all the holding down in that scenario. Yeah, and and pugs a little bit because their faces are smashed. Sure. He goes, time to start over and look into the next item on your list. There's actually another explanation for fitting the animals on the ark in answering the problem of global food. Is there another explanation? I guess he's not going to tell us. That's for another day, another email. Did we get one Thank more you, email Keith. there, Kyle? We got a bunch more, but we're going to read two today. This story might be of interest to... Oh. What is it? Uh, it's a bunch of links. Oh. We'll, so, re- we'll read it off air. We'll, yeah. You should forward me those and I'll... I will. Yeah. Respond to them. All right. Uh, I think that's... I guess that's the podcast. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? Uh, I learned God's just as uncreative as I always knew. Always knew Deep down in my heart. And since God can change my heart, he's the one making me yeah. know that he's an idiot. Do anything. Do literally anything right now to convince me that you're not the dumbest, least creative thing. Kyle, you can't put God here. to the test. It says only he can test us and we can't test him. That's like creating God's like creating dog and then the dog being smarter than you. Because <laughs> I can come up with infinite things if I had power just off the top of my head. That's had, way better than anything you've I ever done. I had a dream done. a God. loaf of bread came crashing through the You know what I would roof. do? I would make something, cra- some type of food crash through the thing, but I'd make it a food that no one's ever seen before. Wouldn't that be crazy? How would you know If it's they food? had a cupcake? How'd you know it's You food? wouldn't know. You wouldn't. <laughs> They'd just be like, this crazy fucking thing that looked like, I don't know, because I've never delicious? seen that before. But it looked delicious. They're like, I wanted to eat it, though. It looked <laughs> delicious somehow. I think you can tell stuff that looks good to eat just by looking at it. Yeah? I mean, right? You're like, that I looks mean, delicious. I mean, a fat guy would say that. <laughs> I mean, I can... You have other senses. You can smell it, you know? <laughs> yeah. You can taste it a oh, little yeah. bit. Yep, a little bit. All right. I guess that's the podcast for this week. Next Go on week, iTunes. Steal your friend's phone. Give us a five-star review. Next that week. That helps us out. We read about uh, Zeba and Zembula. That's a great, great story about Gideon and uh, someone gets herpes. And then... Uh, Are you kidding? Yeah, it says right here. Uh, that's f- Don't tell me. The bas- don't tell me. I the wanna- pass of herpes. Are you fucking kidding? I'm not kidding. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I knew everyone was riddled with STDs back then. <laughs> fucking knew it. Yeah, so that's coming up next week on the pod. Tell you, honestly, it's the pod, like the Bible gets interesting from now on. If you want to like we got through the horse shit. We got it. If you want to be the new Keith, 
You could send us emails to BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy. You could just say anything. <laughs> you, can, you can just say anything you want. Here's the thing. You have to make it believable. Because Keith sucked me in for the whole time. And then one email, I was like, there's no fucking way. I'm a man of science. <laughs> but he has so many details that a person who ever thought anything through would never say. That's how I know it's true. Because if you ever, if you rationalize your argument... From any perspective. How is it easier to believe that 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 happened than just saying it's fucking fairy tale? It's not. You have to believe in God. It would be. I would appreciate it if he just went. God can do whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, it's like he's got a Harry Potter trunk. Yeah. Where he has every fucking animal in the world on it. That's what the. That's what the. Yeah. That what's what the Ark was like. It was like the Harry Potter trunk, and it's infinite. And he could, because God can do whatever the fuck he wants. He every fucking animal, and they didn't shit, and they all ate, and everything was great until the flood ended. And I would appreciate that answer, because the answer is magic. When you try and take magic and explain it logically, you sound like Keith. That's, and you don't want to sound like Keith. That's actually perfect. But Christians can't do that, because we all go, we all know there's no such thing as magic. They're oh, do like, you? I Because do. there is. God's magic. God is magic. But we always say, and in the Bible, there's magic. Yeah, I know. There's sorcerers and magic. It's funny though, in between the magic, because the magic only goes so far. Like even the walls of Jericho and stuff, they stop the thing, and the water piles up in the heap. Right? That's as far as they think they feel the need to explain it. The water piled up in the heap went back to normal. Just right. Yep. So we're left to fill in the gap. And even if there is magic, you ever seen a dam break? Yeah. It would be like that without the wall in front of it. It'd be worse. Destruction. Terrible <laughs> yeah. destruction. The Jordan River, though, after being there, it's not that big. It's granted it's much smaller than it used to be, but it's still not that big. It's like, compared to the Fraser, one-tenth of the size, like, it's narrow and up to your nipples. Oh, that's not big at all. No. It's... It, has a lot of the water supply of Israel now, so let's say it was five times the size, but it's still not a big river. Neat. Subscribe <laughs> on iTunes or wherever the fuck you subscribe. Get your friends to subscribe. Recruit the unfaithful because we need more followers. We, if we want to get this fucking, if we want to go against the religion, we need to want to go against the Catholic Church. We need at least one ten. It's really Pat Peter. It out. is really bad. So what I'm <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, we are God. Okay. We're God. And we don't need that many. We're, we're going against the Catholic Kyle Church. Kyle is wearing a poker god shirt right now. I am. Like a total fact. Hell yeah. It was a gift. And uh, <laughs> we're God, right? In this scenario and in real life. And I for know, all you listeners out we're there. We're two separate gods. We're not the same god. No, we are. We're, we're split personality. We're talking to ourselves. No, 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 right no, 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 no. I am a completely separate god. No. Greater than. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And superior to. No. This god sitting across. So we're saying, we know we have millions of followers. If it was like the Trinity, I'd be God the Father. You would be God the Son. <laughs> Begat to the Father. Who's the Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost is Angus. Just yeah, of creeping course. Around He's just around all the time. <laughs> or Simeon. Yeah. So he, uh, here's the thing. We have millions of followers. We don't need millions. We, we, we'll, we'll cast off anyone like who Gideon. likes... Yeah, exactly. If you, <laughs> if you go to your toilet and drink, for, like put your face in it and yeah. drink... Don't listen to our fucking podcast. Um, if you uh, if you stand up to wipe your ass, <laughs> get the fuck get out, the out of here. Fuck out of here, you freak. We don't need you. We need like ten thousand people to go against the Catholic Church. So we need the good ones. Find the ones that sit down to wipe their ass like a human being. If you're subscribe scared, subscribe them to, to the to Bible podcast. beaters. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. 
We want to get this down to 300, just like Gideon. <laughs> exactly. Real we were up in the 30,000. Tight formation. To get to heaven, you ain't gotta die. Chippin' don't really let me inside, cause I'm home.